God, what is happening in there? Uh, Aurora Borealis? Uh, Aurora Borealis. At this time of year, at this time of day, in this part of the country, localized entirely within your kitchen. Yes. May I see it? No. Hello, Simpsonites, and welcome to another episode of The Simpsonian. I am Gus Shigaris. This is my compatriot. Anthony Angelico. Good to be back. We are... We are doing this on a regular schedule now. It's it's not going to be two years in between, which is nice. It is kind of nice now that we don't have to... Well, now that the pandemic is kind of quietly dying down, I yep. think. I'm not too sure. We have two microphones, which is an update. Uh, we have sponsors. I didn't tell you about this. This is a surprise. Can you believe we have sponsors to this freaking show? Who sponsored us? Great question. You'll find out later. Um. Yeah. So we got two mics. Uh. We're we're feeling like professional podcasters, even though we're definitely not. Um. And yeah. How are How have you been? Last. It's been a month. It's yes. It has been entirely within a month. Uh. In this time of day, in this time of year, in this part of the country. Um. <laughs> it. I've been good. I've been good. You know. I've been sitting back, chillaxing, going to my local game nights. Uh. Yeah. It's been pretty good. Even though this weather is kind of throwing us into a curveball, yeah, it's uh, the blizzard's coming back again. Everything melted, and then you know another blizzard comes through, which is very typical Midwestern weather. Um, you, Russia is invading Ukraine. That's happening today. Yep, there's a that. little timestamp on this episode. Just a yep. light, light little piece of news. No big deal. Uh, yeah, I tried to take. I'm, I'm tired. I've been tired the last couple of days, and I tried to take a nap here in your house uh, upstairs and it was just one of those things where you know you have a half an hour mo- some people can fall asleep like immediately i wish i was one of those people it takes me at least 10 minutes to fall asleep so then i'm really limited to a short chunk of time but yeah i've i'm just been beat and i tried to na- nap and failed does that happen to you do you nap not always sometimes but it's 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 one of those things are you a pro napper do you just get to go right to bed because that seems really nice no but i have medication that helped me sleep at night so. mm, okay that's interesting that kind of sounds uh like i should get involved with that maybe not <laughs> well that's not why we're here folks tonight we are here to talk about some simpsons stuff with yes. you yes uh, can you explain uh, what y- you're looking at, at by your feet there? Well, well, it's a bag and it's covered up. It's um, something I've. So your op- Anthony is opening it now. I asked him to open it. He's descri- and you can describe it once you. This is something I'm giving to us. It's a gift from me to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think I can guess what it is. <laughs> It's Just w- describe what you're seeing. A lot of different hair-colored marjories. Yes. And what else? <laughs> the name, I'd rather not give away the name, but there are def- but uh, it's one of the game shows. It's a segment. It's a segment that we would like to call Spin That Marge. Yes. And how we do it, I will let my co-host explain how we do it. Well, it's a wheel. It's one of those carnival-style wheels, uh, and there's like... 10 different pictures of Marge and her giant head of hair on it, and each one is a different color. 
actually there's five different colors and there's two of each so why don't you give it a spin so people know what kind of what it, it's like and i wonder put the put the oh, yeah. microphone up so you can get like a nice audio of oh yeah that's that's good stuff that's good pod right there um so our this segment that we're gonna go into is uh yeah it's spin that marge so anthony um you can see there's five different colors of marge's hair okay there's blue, pink, green, yellow, and red. So if it lands on blue, that's an easy trivia question, which we're going to do to each other, which I gave you homework to get your list of trivia questions ready, and you did. If it's pink, it's a hard trivia question. If it's green, it's a game called Who Said It, where I will read a quote, and you will have to tell me who said that quote from The Simpsons. If it's yellow... We're going to do something called a name-off, which means, like, I'll say, for example, like, okay, I'm going to say an old character, and then you have to say an old character, and we go until somebody fails and can't get another one, okay? Some part of me thinks that we should have, like, a, like a, some sort of random guest on this show to keep it going instead of it's between us, but we'll get to that. We'll, of course. We'll, we'll figure this, that this, out. Spin That Marge is going to be around for a long time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So this is the debut. And then the red hair, uh, I actually don't have like a theme for that, so I want to give that one to you. And you can think of something next for next time, um, That whatever that game would be, because I thought it would only be fair if you had the an input on that. So for this time, if it lands on red, we'll just spin it again. Watch right. it watch it land on red like six times okay. in a row. All right. Um so yeah, I have I have stuff ready. So if you want to be the first inaugural spinner of Spin That Marge, you can do it and I will give you uh the what it lands on. We'll we'll go from there. All right. I'm spinning that Marge. Round and round. Oh, of course it lands on red. I It'll, told you. No, it the does. one we don't have a theme for. Go we ahead, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have it. Ooh, almost again. Okay, what did it land on? Green. Okay, green is who said it. So I'm going to give you a quote. You have to tell me which Simpsons character said this. Okay? All right. Just give it to me. Hit me with it. I'll keep it short. And, so this is the quote. Quote, I'll keep it short and sweet. Family, religion, friendship. These are the three demons you must slay if you wish to succeed in business. Oh. And give us your thought process because you're going to try to figure it out. And you don't know any of these, obviously. I don't. I don't. So it feels like it's a culmination of Bart Simpson. It was, So one episode of The Simpsons later later seasons was where Bart finally gets framed for a prank he didn't do and gets sent off to a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And there is a different – there's a different – there's a little – there's a little carnival for the church in Springfield. Is this, do you think this is a Bart or you're, you're? It's kind of. It feels like it's Bart Simpson, but I'm gonna say. I mean, think about. It. He's talking about business. Who's a business person in the show? Fat Tony. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, are you going with Fat Tony? I'm going with Fat Tony. <clears throat> oh God. Okay, this was actually. I love this quote. It's so great. It's 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 Burns. It's C. Montgomery Burns, and it, you just know it because he's saying family, religion, and friendship, all terrible things you're going to have to totally forget, which he totally did. Oh, yes. It's, it's perfect. So it's a perfect Burns quote. Um, 
So, yeah, uh, 0 for 1, but that's okay. You'll get more chances. Do you wanna, let, let's spin again. Let's spin the Marge again. This time I'm going to give you one of my hard okay, questions. Okay, you're right. You're right. I need to spin it. Okay, let me spin that Marge. Let me, let me uh, walk here, over here. I got here. it. I'll, yeah, I'll, do it on my behalf. Yeah. I hope it lands on uh, purple. Purple is a hard trivia question. Thank you. All right, all right. This all is right. really putting me on the spot here. All right. So what? Uh, hmm, let's do. Oh, here we go. When Homer falls in love with her coworker Mindy, we all know this one. Who did Homer's guardian angel show up as first and change into someone Homer knew from TV? This is not a multiple choice question. The, I, I think I should have done. No, mul- I'm just asking. Okay. And to be clear, this is the country singer Mindy lady? Uh, or Lurleen? No, no. It's not Lurleen. Uh, no, it's the one who actually reminds her of Homer. Like, oh, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. when they go out and it's like, it's like the company wanted Burns to hire a female co worker. I see. Oh, I remember this. Okay. Um, who? So the question is what again? When Homer falls in love with her co worker Mindy, who did Homer's guardian angel show up as first? And change into someone Homer knew from TV. God, I this is hard. I don't have an answer right away. I, well, g- I, give me I know, a- I know. I'm gonna guess. Uh, I'm gonna guess something food related because, of course, it's Homer, like like a food symbol or something. Uh, I don't know. I'll guess uh, like the hamburger helper guy. I don't know. Okay, I'm and way then out there. okay, and then he changed. So all right, that's one. But he, it's a two-part question. Oh, and then who did it change into? That Homer knew from TV. Oh, God, who does he know from TV? You really stumped me on this one. I don't even have two good guesses. I'm going to say Matlock, even though they haven't had Matlock on the show in a long time. Okay. Sheriff Lobo? Nope. He talks about Sheriff Lobo a lot. Well, well okay. okay. So that they're all unfortunately wrong. <laughs> Not the shocked. Co- the correct answer is Sir Isaac Newton. And Colonel Wilhelm Klink from Hogan's oh, Heroes. Oh, yeah. Klink has been in a couple of scenes, actually. They use him. Yeah, okay. That's a, And you know what? Good on you because that's a hard trivia question. It's it's a good, hard question. You did not pull any punches. I failed the test. And why don't you spin that march? All right. Green. green. What is green? Let me look at my little cheat sheet here. Green is... Who said it again? And unfortunately, uh, I'm going to be asking you these because I did the homework on this. But but I'm going to give you more homework, and you'll have your own um, list for these eventually. Mm-hmm. All right. A quote is, quote, marriage is like a coffin, and each each kid is another nail, end quote. Homer. Wow! Ding, 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 ding! You got it. You weren't even. You didn't even pause. I, I would. I would assume. I would yeah, assume yeah. Homer is probably drunk at most tavern, and right. it's kind of like he's discussing family with Lenny, Carl, and Barney. Yeah, ex- yeah, probably. So you got that one. That was easy. I'm gonna spin Marge this time. Hold on. Let me do it. Let me do All it. Right. I got. I got to feel the fiber of the fabric. On your behalf. Ooh, green again. Okay, so. While I don't have the who said a quotes, I will give you an easy trivia question. Okay, let's do that. All right, so I said I would mix it up. All right, so let's do... Uh, God, I better get this. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so whose car did Homer buy at the police auction? Oh, that would be Snake's car, and this is the episode where his... Well, yes, but what's the name of the car? Oh, oh. Now, what is, oh, the what, name of it. What does Snake call his car? Interesting. Gosh. Uh, the name Little Lightning flashed into my head because that's the name of their box car, but that's not the answer. You got the little part. It is little something? It's little something. Oh, little... Ooh, gosh. I bet I'll get this if I think about it, but... I, I won't say... drop any hints, but I'll say, what's another word for robber? That's not a hint at all. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, ooh. Oh, you know what? That was a good hint, because I do have it. It was in my brain, but I pulled it because you gave me a, a clit. It's Lil Bandit. Ding, 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 all ding. Right, Lil Bandit, yep. For sure. And is that, that's the episode where the hairpiece or not? No, that's not with the hairpiece. That's where Marge goes into uh, sales, region, uh, sales oh, yeah, where yeah. she ha- goes from house to house selling houses with the murder house. Gotcha. Okay, why don't you, let's do one more, spin that Marge, put the microphone up there so we can get, get good audio of that. A blue. Okay, so you are going to get a easy trivia question. Okay. Which I feel like you deserve, oh, even easy. though you don't need it. Even though I don't need it, but I gave you a hard question, and you gave me a hard question. Yeah, so we're evening it out. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, wh- what did Homer legally change his name to for one episode? Oh, Max Powers. Easy. Yeah, it, I know it's easy. Yeah, it's it's easy. it's, it's see, it seems like that every TV show I watch, or in this case, any old TV show, example, Knight Rider, the actor who plays, uh, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Well, it's not Kit, but uh, David Hasselhoff. Yes. So, so when when I watched the first episode of Knight Rider on Netflix. All of them. Yeah, I won't get into too much detail, but uh, there was a different actor who played Michael Knight, and then towards the end of the first half of the episode, you don't see the original actor's face because they're not going to show it. But when when the second part rolls in, that's when they change it to David Hasselhoff's face. Oh. So it's kind of like blacked out. You can't really see the face, but you can tell who the actor is and who plays Michael Knight in the first episode. And they all do that. Uh huh. They all kind of do that. They all kind of do it in a different way. How did we get here from Max Power? You'll have to help me. Wait. Wait. We were on Max Power, and then you so this it's, made you think so, of that? So, yes, it did. Because in the first episode, they predict Homer Simpson as a tough guy, uh-huh. a rad muscle guy who drives a really nice car. Oh, I and, see. And then they change it to Homer being a buffoon, and then the townspeople. Completely. Simple. Completely. It would be really interesting to see. Although it... Hasselhoff be turned into the buffoon, but it kind of did happen in real life when he that video that his daughter took of him eating the cheeseburger drunk on the floor. Do you remember that one? I don't remember seeing that. So one. yeah, he uh, he got he he kind of happened anyway. It actually did happen in real life. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. Okay. So we're one for one on the easy ones, which is no surprise. But it's like easy for a Simpsons nerd, right? It's yes. not easy for my mom or someone who didn't really watch, they'd be like, what are you talking about? But we're calibrating this for ourselves because we're um, in the basement a lot. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we're All back right. in the basement. So that was the first inaugural Spin That Marge. Um, I'm going to leave this wheel over here. 
you'll just have it, and then we'll it'll be part of the show. Awesome. Um, I mentioned that we have sponsors, so let me tell you about our first sponsor ever, Juke Socks. Juke Socks, uh, Juke Socks is the wearable sock speaker, kind of like a jukebox for your feet, that plays your favorite tracks anytime. Anywhere. Ooh. This is www.jukesocks.com. Turn those cankles up to 11 with Juke Socks. Why do I get the feeling that that's not going to sell right away? <laughs> you don't think so? I mean, would I you c- wear some Juke Socks? I wouldn't wear them on my feet. Not really. I would rather wear, I would rather walk with my phone okay. and headphones, but I get, I can see it being sold well, but it's like, you have to wash these socks. Like, do they? Are they like? Are these speakers that you can wear on your already socks? Yeah, they. That's a interesting point. They did send me a pair. It's sort of like an ankle bracelet, but it's like a speaker. You know, so they they come off, but like they're they're on your socks, and they'll sell you the upgraded. You know, uh, like integrated juke socks. So it's like in your sock, and then there's like cool features. So, um, we'll get you a pair, but you know, you, you shouldn't. I mean, just FYI, I'm not judging. Like, talk, I'm not... talking smack about the sponsor. Uh, we might have to get you some media training. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm not bad mouthing. He's back. He's backtracking real hard. I'm backtracking real hard here. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Well, they didn't send you a trial pair, so that's not kind of on them. So we'll get you a trial. Okay. Pair can... And then who's the second sponsor? Well, the, that'll be for a different segment. So coming up, can't wait to tell you. Ooh, um, sounds heavy. <laughs> so yeah, um, spin that march. Uh, it'll be back. It'll be a fun one. And your homework for next time, come up with uh, another th- round for the red hair. So I, I already have my Simpsons trivia questions laid out as I gave you one of them. So, yeah. now, so now I have to go through and see which one can be which for which color. Yeah, that'll be fine. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, so I wanted to go into a bit of news. I wanted to go into Brockman's Bullets. Thank you. That's what I was like. <laughs> you didn't tell me you were going to do that, which and it's really kind of what I was thinking. I did it on the fly. Yeah. We're going to have to get like a soundboard. We and, need to get a soundboard. Yeah, this will be an ev- evolution over time. But um so I have a I have a news item here which I only just barely teased to you before, but uh it's kind of interesting. There's a lot of talk about China. We just got off Beijing Olympics, right? At the end of that. China and Russia are teaming up on Ukraine. This whole crazy thing, right? A lot of China talk in the news. I think it's just. I think it's just, uh, and I don't mean to interrupt, but I think it's just Russia right now invading Ukraine. That's what I heard. I heard some mumblings about China, but you know what? But that 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 wouldn't. This is not sixty minutes, so I will I will abstain. uh, Yeah. Objection sustained. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Um, but yeah, so China's been on a lot of people's minds lately for good reason. And so I found out, uh, just scouring the internet, that a season 16 episode. Um, so I guess the backstory is Disney Plus is available in Hong Kong and China in certain areas. This launched last year in 2021. And it's got the whole catalog, as you would imagine, except for one episode. This episode. It's from season 16, uh, titled Goo Goo Guy Pan. And it, the plot of the episode, it focuses on Selma. I don't know if you, you tell me if you remember this one, but Selma basically goes through menopause and has anxiety about not being able to have a child. So she adopts, Lisa suggests adopting a Chinese baby. Yeah, because, yep, 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 yep. Because the Chinese government allows married people to adopt 
children. I don't know why it's we do too, but we, I, well, we do adopt children, but it doesn't really matter what really religion. Yeah, race like Lisa or, suggested suggested China a Chinese baby for some reason. Uh, Lucy Liu is a guest star in this episode. Oh, yeah, and I the episode is actually written by Dana Gould, who is a super funny comedian. He's been a longtime Simpsons writer. Uh, he's really funny. I would recommend going to see him live if you could or checking him out. He's great. And he wrote it under a pseudonym, Lawrence Talbot, for some reason. Perhaps, well, and the, re- the, the point of the story might illuminate that a little bit because, so this episode has been removed, essentially, from Disney+. Plus. Now, it's unclear whether China removed it and is sort of like, like they got hold of the the list and they just said no that one's out or if they asked disney to do it and disney said sure it's unclear but however the 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 gist of it is the episode does a lot of goofing on china um it does a lot of nods to some mm, let's say blemishes on the country's history i'd imagine it has something to do with akata like i'd imagine there were probably some a few racist jokes somewhere along those lines i mean i doubt there are but it's the simpsons in the yeah i mean the simpsons can pretty much get away with anything i guess yeah like any good piece of comedy it's riding the line right it's pushing a line it's it's recalling things from the past it's it's satire right it's skewering uh, a people, a place, a time, uh, an object. Like, that's just what The Simpsons does. So this episode is not available. Um, I, the Chinese Communist Party is not a fan of people who talk smack. They censor a lot, and they do this stuff. Uh, you know, it's a little rough over there if you're if you're not a fan, I would say. Yeah, you know, I am a fan of their food, absolutely. But mm-hmm. if it's controversial reasons, then, like... You know, they have their reasons to remove said episode. I have no problem with that. I would just like to know mm. what did they p- replace that episode with. They but, didn't. It's gone. So it's essentially season 16, episode what? Uh, I, don't, I think seven. So it's essentially season 16, episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8, 9, 10, 11, Correct. 12, yeah. to 22. Yeah. That is confusing. Well, it's kind of how they do things over there. If they don't like what you're saying, they'll basically put you away for a couple of months if you're a person or if you're an ep- if you're a digital thing they'll just disappear you you know so anyway i wanted to go over a couple of highlights from the episode kind of illuminating so they go they they eventually go over to china homer doesn't want to go obviously homer doesn't want to travel anywhere with selma but he does it for marge so they go over to china the whole family's there um at some point they are like touring through like landmarks different landmarks they probably go to the great wall and um stuff like that but at some point they visit the mummified body of mao Zedong, who homer likens to quote a little angel who killed 50 million people end quote (laughs) so i'm sure he's like a cute little guy like in a case like uh, looking nice and then he makes this remark so that's probably where the controversy kind of came into play that's one of them but i'm just getting started uh then the Simpsons, Selma, and the Lucy Liu character, Ling, they actually pass through Tiananmen Square, um, a place where, in the episode, according to a sign, quote, nothing happened in 1989. And famously, uh, Tiananmen Square was this tank photo. Have you ever seen this image? It's like a tank and then a one single person, like, standing right in front of the tank, and it's this, like, really powerful 
sort of like resist stand up to you know the big bad kind of government sort of image and it's like inspired people for decades but there was also a massacre at Tiananmen which is like just very well historically documented so in this at some point Selma like they recreate that image essentially in the episode but in the in which case this is um, not this is not this is not a person standing up to a uh armored transport from the military this is this is Selma standing up to protect her ba- her yeah, adopted baby yeah, right. in some they're way. trying to get the baby back she's trying to get or something like that and then they have this encounter to the tank um so the the picture is called the tank man and they sort of recreated it but yeah, it's just really interesting. Um, there's a couple things like that. Like at some point, Homer has to like infiltrate a compound, so he's spray painted gold, like the Buddha, and then like they pick him up, thinking he's a statue, and they like bring him in there, and he like he like does his thing. So there's there's a bunch of stuff. Um, suffice it to say, Chinese Communist Party, not a fan. Um, definitely pick that one up on their radar, and it's you can't see it if you're in. Uh, china and you pay for disney plus you just it's not there so interesting stuff um final thoughts I, that's kind of the news story i just wanted to bring up i have no final thoughts honestly it's china they can do whatever but i also need to remind you that this is the second time the, Ch- the simpsons have actually gone somewhere china related really? season 10 the lapse season 10 episode 25 the Simpsons go to Tokyo, Japan. They have to get their plane tickets back. Tokyo, yes, I remember that. So, you know, yeah, good there's call. that. Good there's call. that. Yeah, interesting. Um, of course, you would know that. You're like really the um, the depth of knowledge. You definitely outweigh me, but I I, I can hold my own for the classics episodes. You oh, know. One always. through 12. One through 12, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, so that was Brockman's Bullets. Brockman's Bullets was brought to you by our other sponsor, the Dive Bar Method. This is D-I-V-E-B-A-R-R-E dot com. The Dive Bar Method. This is custom workouts delivered by your favorite crusty old bartenders. Build muscle and an unhealthy tolerance for booze with workouts like squats and shots, the keg lug and chug, and the infamous burpee. You've heard of the burpee. <laughs> Tone your core until you hit the floor with the Dive Bar Method. Can you believe these sponsors? I can believe it, but uh, wait, what is it? So basically, dive bar method means what? It's just a pun. So the bar method is like this thing that like it's a workout style, and you go to the studio, and you have a bar, and you do stuff on it. And a dive bar is just a dive bar where there's a bunch of crotchety old drunks. With uh, cheap so, bourbon and cheap whiskey, yeah. of all things. Uh-huh. And so it's why not, why not work out while you're at the, di- at the dive, you know? And uh, you just all your favorite guys are there, and you just apparently you know burn some calories and burn some brain cells. Hey, there you go. I Homer mean, goes to most tavern to burn a lot of exactly. calories. He's been doing or it not for calories, years. Uh, brain cells. He's been doing it for years. Yeah, yeah, he has been doing it for years. Yeah. For so so uh, thank you, Dive Bar Method. Um, let's see. So la- next on the docket, uh, you had a fan theory for us. I believe I did, and this comes from the dim-witted. Uh, I don't want to say stupid, but I would say mentally mm, disability disabled type. Mentally questionable. <laughs> mentally, you're being que- very kind. I'm being trying to be mentally very questionable. Ralph Wiggum, yeah, the lovable person who says 
my cat's breath smells like cat food in what sort of manner. But uh, my coworker suggested this for to do this on, tonight on our podcast, and he then and his buddies and him said they made a joke. Is Ralph Wiggum a serial killer? Hmm. Now keep in mind, I don't think Ralph Wiggum is a serial killer. Do you? Well, I hadn't ever thought about it until you mentioned it, but you mentioned something uh, that I had forgotten about, which was what the little there was. There's this little thing called a leprechaun. O'Reilly, I believe his name is. He made some several Simpson Simpson appearances in, in the sh- in some episodes, but uh, you know. There, this is where you know Ralph kind of says the leprechaun tells me to burn things or something. So that kind of got me thinking: Is the O'Reilly an actually fig? Is O'Reilly a figment of his imagination, or is he actually real? Mm-hmm. In which case, some episodes I've seen, he is real. He marries a a I believe gypsy in season thirteen <laughs> of Three House of Horrors. Uh, he is seen in the North versus South versus Northern Irish parade yep. where he's looking at a Northern version of himself. And that's all I got. But like, it kind of, it kind of makes you wonder, and this is a joke thing they they, they, they just said it to be funny, mm-hmm. but what, what would he do? Like, how would he burn a house down? He right. probably doesn't even know the first thing about fire. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what he wants you to think. That's what he wants us to think. Is he that dumb? Maybe he isn't, you know? Well, to be fair, though, uh, Chief Wiggum did accidentally drop him on his head (laughs) when he was a baby. Yeah, he did, yeah. There's documented evidence of that. There is documented documented evidence of that. Check it out for yourself. It's plain and clear. So when you told me this, you made me think of something. Um, I never thought of this before, but... The fact that he is so close to law enforcement in his household, it kind of reminded me of like a Dexter situation. Are you familiar with that show? Uh, I've heard of it time yeah. and time again. So, My sister Gabby used okay. to watch it. So if anyone's seen Dexter, it's like he's a serial killer, but he works on the police force, right? He's sort of hiding in plain sight. He's really smart, but he doesn't come off that way. He's just weird. And like Ralph for sure one of the weirdest characters in the show he i don't know i think there's a universe in which he's sort of like learned he's like really really smart but he he like plays off as really really dumb he's also like a little troubled he has child early childhood trauma he was dropped on his head he hears voices real or imagined like telling him to do violent things and he's got a brain on him but nobody knows it and he's like learned a lot about like crime punishment the law from living in this house and having a police chief as a father at some point i don't know which episode it is but he gets the key to the city do you remember this the the master key yes yep yep. there's an episode with the master key bart's trying to be friends with ralph well no uh marge actually forced it upon him to be nice to ralph there's a so it's like if you think about the tools he would have access to firearms a master key a really stupid dad and like who wouldn't really even know anything's going on well it's kind of plausible it's kind of plausible but to be in fair in all fairness i think chief wiggum would tell his boy not to go into his crime closet as he would call yeah call of course it. he would but like he did and like you know chief i'm just my point is chief's not the sharpest bulb you know, no. so so he's not going to catch 
anything that might be kind of a telltale sign living with the serial killer, you know. How long has Chief William been chief and commissioner of Springfield? I mean, as far as I can tell, ever since the show started. Yeah, he is he is couple pea shred of pod. If you catch my drift, <laughs> yes, he is. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's what you made me think of, and I'd never considered it. But that's what fan theories are for. It's stupid um, conjecture based on you know a lot of funny stuff that you could just think of. And a show that's been on this long, it's like when you think of a interesting idea, you can almost craft anything around it. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of crazy in a way to think that Ralph William is actually a serial killer. That little ray of sunshine, that dim-witted man, <laughs> the dim-witted boy who said, "I bet my Wookie." <laughs> so, so it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like, is he really a serial killer? Like, I want to know if Ralph wasn't dropped accidentally dropped on his head when he was a baby by his father, who is the chief commissioner. How would his life be if he wasn't dropped on his head? Yeah, it may it kind of makes maybe you he's wo- a super genius, you know. Mm, so maybe Probably it's not. so mm, that would be like ask that would be like saying like so you're essentially saying that he would be smarter than uh, uh, Martin and he would be smarter than Lisa, basically. Maybe if if what you say is true about him being actually smart and not letting anyone know it, then maybe. Mm, yeah. Good question. Good thought. Good yeah. thought. But I don't. I I mean. I, I guess that's up to the writers to make one dumb character aside from Homer Simpson yeah. and a couple of others. But Oh, I wanted to say last episode we talked about the Marvel crossover, and I told you that Ralph is going to be the Hulk. And after we did our show, I was driving home and I thought, oh, man, this would be a great – because it's a Halloween episode, so they do whatever they want. This would be a great time to revisit that and <laughs> and actually show it again. So Ralph would be like – you bent my Wookiee and then turn into the Hulk and then just rampage. Cause like we actually get to see him getting so angry that his Wookiee was bent and then he just kills a bunch of people. But does he actually sound like the Hulk or does he just sound like, we'll himself? see the episode airs in July. So we'll see. I feel like they'll like lower his voice or something, but somehow I don't, but okay. that, that's up to the writers and that's up to yeah. the creator, Matt Graney himself. Well, I digress. We have been talking for 34-something minutes now, and uh, that's the longest one we've done. But, you know, we had things to talk about, so uh, tough cookies. Get some of those uh, cankle socks and get some of those (laughs) dive-barred booze and work out because it's uh, time to— Yep, link's in the description, and um, this was really fun. I think we're we're set for— Pending World War Three or another pandemic, I'm knocking on all the wood. Uh, we'll be doing it every month and maybe more. We'll see. So stay yeah. tuned. At, stay tuned, and uh, we'll see. We'll catch you on the. We'll catch you on the Albardo side. Exactly, and as always, smell you later. <laughs>